Welcome to What in the World. Today, uh, I am your host, I am Chris. And I'm Dustin. And uh, we totally fucked up our very first intro, but hey, whatever. This is how, how we, we roll, how baby. We, how do we fuck oh, up? Oh, today I'm your host, I'm, you know, being redundant. Oh, it's yeah, <laughs> today, today I'm your host, I'm Chris, as if I'm there Justin. were <laughs> other people. Um, Tomorrow I will be your host and Chris will be the guest. Yes, yes. So this, this is my <laughs> co-host, Dustin. Yes, I'm located here in sunny, shitty California. And I am located in currently dreary ass Virginia. The good Virginia, surprisingly. Yeah, the good Virginia, yeah. not West Virginia. So what's going on, man? What you what you been up to today? Um, nothing much, man. I went out book shopping this morning. Oh, nice, nice, nice. What'd you pick up? Did you actually browsing? picked up uh no, I well I was just browsing, but actually uh found uh Rudyard Kipling's uh The Jungle Book. Oh, the original? Three. The original three bucks. I was like, it's a steal. I've actually never read that book. I've always set out to read it, and I've never actually read that book. No, no, neither have I. I mean, but you know, does is there talking animals in that one? There is. There is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like I was wondering I, I if it was going to be like, a lot darker. I, that would be weird if he's just like there in the jungle and the animals don't talk. To him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he kept eating those mushrooms, and man, the animals kept talking. I know, right. Man, that would make the like the story of Bagheera even that much darker. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, here's an abandoned child in the woods who survived being eaten by a snake and followed a panther around who was seemingly too full to give a shit. What's well, like? Remember in the early '90s when Disney tried to make like the live action? I I one? remember that one. People are like, "Yo, you mean the one with uh, like Scarlett Johansson?" I'm like, "No, there was one with the guy from Mortal Kombat as Mowgli." I remember seeing it as a kid, and it was after I'd seen the the cartoon one. And even as a kid, I was like, "This is just weird. Like, there's no talking. You just talking to the animals." And I, don't know. I think that's a form of psychosis, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's called uh, savage child syndrome. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, oh, he does look like the guy from Mortal Kombat. It was the dude from Mortal Kombat. Oh, is it Jason Scott Lee? Yeah, it was actually the dude from Mortal Kombat. What is his name? Jason like, Scott Lee. He's in. No, oh, he's in Soldier. Yeah. He's in Lilo and Stitch. Back to the Future Two. What? What was he in Back to the Future Two? Whitney. Or Whitey. He was Whitey. Who the fuck is Whitey? I don't know. Back to the Future yeah, Two. I'll that be was honest, like Back to the Future Two. Like I really only remember when they go like to the future of that movie. I've seen it so oh, many Oh, I, I only remember... Well, I remember the future part and then being disturbed as a child by... Uh, what the hell's his name? Calls everybody butthead. Oh, uh, Biff. Biff, yeah. And Biff, like, admitting to killing Marty's father and raping his mother and then, like, well, I'm, I'm gonna kill two McFlies with this gun. And I was oh, like, yeah, what right. the yeah. fuck? Man. Well, he, had, like, he had the casino... <laughs> Yeah, and it's like protected by biker gangs. Yeah, and for some reason her mom married him. It's like, well, he's not a bad guy. I realized he raped me and killed my husband, but you know, like, yeah, I'm taken care of in this weird Trump manner. No, that's (laughs) even like the weird thing about like Back to the Future One is like after he fixes the timeline and everything, you know, his dad's now. Well, his dad's all you know, confident and has restored his humanity, and and he's uh, no longer this bashful nerd, but a best-selling sci-fi author. And he keeps Biff around as his bitch to polish his car, even though in this new timeline he still attempted to rape his wife. 
yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> it's like, like yeah, he jokes about it. He's like, oh, that's just Biff. He's always been like that. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? I Man. actually like the third one. I know it gets a lot of shit, but no, I, like, no, I, I actually that, like the third one. That is my favorite one. They're all on HBO Go right now, and that's the only one I've bothered to to rewatch was the third one. And go figure, I am 28 years old and just realized that that was ZZ Top <laughs> playing ZZ in the Top. band. Oh, in the oh, band. And during the dance, I'm like, why do they keep going back to the band? And they do this guitar spin thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's ZZ Top. And then right in the credits, it's like, oh, the live band performed by ZZ Top. Dude, I really, I, I cannot describe how many times I've seen those movies because it's one of those weird things. It's like Jurassic Park, dude. Like, from Back to the Future, Jurassic Park is comes on TV. I own the fucking DVDs, but if it's on TV, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Jurassic Park. Or, yeah, oh, shit, yeah, it's Back to the Future. I, I, I would just sit the... and just. I never go out of my way, but um, yeah, I'll watch it when it's on. When it's on, you just got to watch it. That's a classic. That's, that's uh, Michael J. Fox at his best, dude. Actually, no, I'll take it back. Dude. Sleepers is probably his best. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, it all goes downhill not, from there. Not the Sleepers. What, what is that movie called? Um, it's a it's a ghost movie. Sleepers? No, oh. Sleepers is the one that's, like, super messed up about, like, uh, the kids oh. that get, like, raped in, uh, like, that um Oh, yeah, you're saying that's, hall. like, Robin, Robert De Niro's. Best thing. It's a pretty. By the way, it's, welcome it's, to it's What in the World. Thing. This is our goal to make you say what the fuck. So today's topics are uh, feral children, <laughs> rape children, that guy uh, in Back to the Future. This is just a rape today. I swear. I don't. I don't know who's uh. What, who were we talking about? It's Michael J. Fox. It's like one of the last movies he did before, like he kind of retired from acting. Like I think that I mean, probably. Might be I don't think he retired one, so much was incapable. It's fucked up. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's got a good sense of humor about it. Like I said, try the shakes. He like went into some diner and signed the things. Like, oh, you know, this place is great. Try the shakes. Are you serious? Yeah, and he signed it himself. He's always making jokes about it. So. Brighteners. That's it. Brighteners. Yeah. See, I, I, I had to Google it. Yeah, I've got the benefit of having uh, two monitors here, so. Hey, and I'm doing it on my. F- I'm recording on my phone, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like the weird, the weird thing is like, um, the dude that directed it is uh, Peter Jackson. It's like a horror movie. What the hell? Yeah, it's like where he can see like all the. Uh oh. But no one else can. Oh, you, you dropped it. But, out. like, I saw one of those. Oh, I remember now. that. And he has the cowboy ghost that, like, goes into the sarcophagus and humps the shit out of a mummy. Yeah, That's yeah. The, and he can see, like, numbers in people's head? Yeah, because this one ghost is going around. It's like the ghost of a serial killer and was just marking their heads for, like... <laughs> Future use <What>? some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, the 90s was a weird time when it came to films. Oh, I'm all the way in the 80s. Uh, Casualty of War, Back to the Future 1, 2, The Hard Way, Doc Hollywood. Dude, like, oh, speaking of... Homeward Bound, get out of here. Oh, that's right, dude. He was the like the pit bull. Oh, yeah, the dumbass dog. <laughs> yeah, The Frighteners, 96. That's actually a good movie. It's, it's a weird combination, man. Like, Peter Jackson and Michael J. Fox is, like, a horror movie. Yeah, but didn't Peter Jackson do some weird films before he did Lord of the Rings? He 
might have, dude. Like, that's the only thing I really, like, when you, he's one of those people, that's the only thing you think of, is, like, Lord of the Rings. 21 director's credits. Uh, oh, he so did you it, know like, what people are going to be, like, one? listening to this, like, super pissed off. They're like, no, Michael Jackson, I mean, Peter Jackson did this, and he did this. Like, he did uh, Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles, Dead Alive, Heavenly Creatures. Sounds like he did. I, I, I need to actually look at these movies because it sounds like two girls have an intense fantasy life. Their parents' concerned fantasy is too intense to separate them, and the girls take revenge. Yeah, he did horror. <laughs> before he moved into, like, Epics. the J.R. Token. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before uh, butchering The Hobbit and creating a... I actually like his King Kong, but, like... Man, it's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to hang out? Nah, I can't. I'm watching Peter Jackson. I'm King watching Kong. King Kong. It that, that's takes up all five hours. Do. Like, especially when you get like the DVD versions. Oh my god, it's so long. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, when Lord of the Rings, the third one came out, man, we had a theater called AMH. And shout out to Andy who who passed away, and now his beloved movie theater is a church, for God's sakes. Um, oh, he got the Lord of the Rings Return of the King like extended director's cut. And man, that thing got out at four in the morning. It was like a Thursday. And I had to like sneak back into my house being, uh, let's see, what year did that come out? 2003? I was 13. And then I had to sneak back into my house. And like, I remember like closing my eyes and my mom knocking on my door being like, it's school. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it was insane. Hello? Uh oh, I think we lost uh, Dustin there. <laughs> Oh, he's back. Yeah, sorry, my phone. I got a phone call. I came to and dropped the line. Oh, okay. I know. Like, I never. No one ever calls my phone. They always text. And of course, like the second we start recording, I get a phone call. <laughs> so you become popular. I know, right? And that's the way it goes. So uh, I guess Peter Jackson here. While we're on this bench, he's doing an untitled World War One documentary coming out in 2018. Really? Never That's weird. Be, uh, with never before seen footage to commemorate the centennial of the end of the war. So I'm assuming 1111 would be the re release date. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I haven't heard anything about it. For Dude, I was watching, uh, uh, our new viewers, which is all of you, I uh, jizz in my pants anytime anything World War One comes up because, goddamn, that was something. Dude, I was actually. You ever uh, going. It's a YouTube channel that's called, like, uh, I think Simple History. They do, like, five-minute, like, little uh, animated videos. So uh, they do a I lot of World War I think I had. They, oh, um, then maybe not because I'm thinking the guy who does, like, Ancient Greece in 15 minutes and they've got the badass narrator. Yeah, I don't think I've seen – there's a lot of them on YouTube. I was, I was watching this morning, like, when I woke up, but I saw this one because you're talking about World War One. Um, it was the story of uh, Desert Fox, the story of Rommel. Oh, yeah. There's a general you, right there. Erwin Rommel? Yeah, I've never really looked into the dude, but like they were going through his exploits, and I was like, this, this is definitely one that's worth a Google. Yeah, I mean, he was a pioneer of the stormtroopers. Before the SS, I can hear you, Internet. Before they were Nazis, the stormtroopers were elite fucking raiding troopers for the German Imperial Army. So cool your fucking jets. <laughs> But uh, and interestingly enough, you know, a lot of people did not look at Rommel as like, oh, you know, they were all evil, but there was like a certain amount of respect for Rommel. He did not follow party ideology, which eventually led to his death. Yeah. Um, yeah, they kind of went into that. They respected commander. That was who, uh, when they did Operation Valkyrie, that was who they were planning to have uh, surplant Hitler. And then like 
the whole plan went to shit, and then like Hitler pretty much made him take a cyanide pill. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> they put a pistol and a pill on his desk, and like you're not leaving this room. You can choose how. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a cool uh, little YouTube thing, but it it has like a lot of stuff like that. Like they'll do yeah, like I'm um, looking at it right like now. Break this down is that. Pretty cool, like three minute videos. Here's Erwin uh, Rommel, the Desert Fox. Here's trench clubs of World War One. Fuck. God damn, it's brutal. Yeah, they had another one on uh, the White Death, like the snipe. He's oh, like the, the deadliest sniper. Yeah, was he like a a Norwegian sniper or some shit? Yeah, I believe either Norwegian or Finnish. I think he was a Finnish He's sniper. One of those freak snow countries. I know, right? Yeah. Too bad nobody respects the Finns. <laughs> Dude, oh. I've, I've got a ton of I've got a ton of Finns at at my uh, college, right? Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. We have an exchange program with Finland, and no disrespect <laughs> to them, but like I've noticed, like it's like a running joke with me and a lot of the other kids in political science. Like they're super. Like anytime like Putin comes up, they're like, "Well, he's not that bad of a guy." And it's like you guys are pretty, pretty like playing the devil's advocate with Putin. Like every day that dude's name comes up, and you're like, "Well, you can't believe everything." <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say that until he marches in on your fucking country. <laughs> They're used to it. <laughs> I just looked up uh, some Finnish uh, stereotypes, and it's like the Finnish nightmare. Someone sits next to you in public transport, and then they start speaking to you. <laughs> Seriously? I guess uh, that's uh, the antisocial, and that's a stereotype of the Finnish. Dude, that's weird, man. Like, I, I, I say it's weird because, like, when I. Um, we used to go to Amsterdam when I was living over in Europe. Like, you know, a lot of the different countries around there, you know, Europe's God, it's like half the size of the United States. So it's really easy to go from country to country. Yeah, but a lot of the it's northern, like the northeast northern, corner of the U.S., where it's like, oh, I'm going uh, through three countries sure. today, but Luxembourg's a 20 minute drive. I'm looking at you, Rhode Island. <laughs> but like, I noticed like a lot of those people like uh, from the Baltic states are kind of close talkers compared to like Americans because we're very much like, hey, this is my space. Like, get the fuck out of my face right now. <laughs> but they're like right up there. So when you say they're like really antisocial, it's like that's weird. Well, there we go. Uh, I mean, I just Google that shit. You know how reliable that shit is. It's probably written by some guy who's never left New Mexico. <laughs> <sighs> Man, so uh, right before this, I was looking up weird shit to bring up on this podcast, and I ran into an interesting article about the early explorers of uh, the Antarctic, and they're talking about, like, Ernest Shackleton, and do you know what they did to cure snow blindness? Mm -mm. Uh, they poured cocaine into their eyeballs. <laughs> well, that'll fix it, man. Fix it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, according to one of their journals, uh, among the items they toted, uh, one sing glass prepared with the swim bladders of Russian sturgeons coated with silk. It was used uh, on open wounds. He had gold beaver skin, a parchment-like dressing, only fractions of a millimeter thick, prepared from the intestines of ox or sand sharks. It was used in manufacturing of hammered gold foil, but also used to promote healing of open sores. He had tonics of iron... Starkinine and tonics of iron and arsenic. The wrong doses of either would cause a lingering painful death. Psychoactive drugs were also on hand. Dripped in the eye to cure snow blindness uh, was the cocaine. Diarrhea was treated with chalk and ground up opium. <laughs> 
colic, uh, call for a tincture fuck? of cannabis mixed with a tincture of uh, chili pepper. Uh, as our friends the two wave reported, they also had a shit ton quote of whiskey. <laughs> Dude, like, man, these guys are just getting fucked up. Yeah, twenty degrees. But my question is, like, you're in the Antarctic, and I'm assuming this is probably like what, like 1890, 19, like 1900. Uh, Shackleton was 190s. What was he? 1907, 1909. Where the yeah. fuck are you getting chalk in Antarctica in 1909? I mean, where the well, fuck I mean, would you get they chalk? They brought it with man? them, but they remember uh, Shackleton's journey also went wrong, and they spent like <laughs> four years, like five years out there in the Arctic trying to survive. And when they finally washed it, oh, that's one of my. Here we go back to World War One. You know, he uh, washed up in a Norwegian uh, outpost island, like north of Antarctica. Uh, yeah. They made like a little raft and just sailed on the ocean for fucking hundreds of days there. They washed up and they said, oh, you know, what about uh, news of, of uh, the war? What's going on there? Did we win yet? And he's like, you, ha- you haven't heard? He's like, dude, Europe's gone mad. The whole world's got mad. The millions are dead and it's still going on. And it's like, and man, what, what a fucking shocker. That would be a shocker. But, like, who the fuck, like, I realize, well, because, like, Tums is made out of chalk, I think. Like, bits of chalk. I'm sure I'm going to, like. <laughs> if that taste was, has taught me anything, that's chalk. Yeah. But, like, who the fuck thinks to bring that with them? Like, yeah, we're going to Antarctica. Make sure you bring the chalk with you. Like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, it was uh, chalk ground up with opium powder to, uh. Stop diarrhea. <laughs> also gives you a wicked sick high, so you know plus plus. Dude, it's like all the dude, all like all those snake oil salesmen back in the day in America. It's like, oh, dude, being a it's called, it's, uh, in the eighteen hundreds would be so badass. You got ghosts in your blood. You better do cocaine about it. <laughs> you know what you really need with that migraine what's going to relieve it you need to put a nail in your head and go ahead and just smoke some opium and it's going to make your pain go away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just make sure you tilt the nail down alright trust me I'm a professional great <sighs> panning dude it was like a cure all back in the day well they also used to do bloodletting back in the day too though so like oh you're sick oh that's because you got too much blood in your body you need to get rid of that <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> No, it wasn't from wiping your ass with your hand and sucking the shit off your fingers. <laughs> it must be because of the blood. Yeah, just too much blood, man. Like, make sure you use a rusty, unlike sterilized razor blade. <laughs> yeah, this is too do. clean. Do you have anything in the pig shed? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I just sacrificed like three pigs yesterday. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're going to uh, the Renaissance Fair today, aren't you? Yes, yes, the old Renaissance Fair. And then uh, my mom's husband rolled up and took my kid. He's like, going to go see the pirates, are you? And I'm like, dude, you really need to get your goddamn time periods right. And he's like, no, no, I, they have a bunch of pirates over there too. And I'm like, fucking really? They might as well just call it like a yield and fair. <laughs> dude, I've actually never been to a renaissance fair There's oh like, they're pretty fucking grand fun man ass middle of nowhere in Virginia but like I've always wanted to go I went to one in Vegas called uh, medieval times where they like do legit jousting and shit but oh, they won't like, give they, you like a fork for your, your food and I'm like uh, serving wench I'm like can I, can I get a fork she's like sir there were no forks in medieval times so there are no forks at medieval times I'm like motherfucker 
So they, they give you a big old prong, like a two-forked sausage prong. And have you ever seen a, with. I've never seen Cable Guy, haven't you? Uh, with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Never seen that movie, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, it, yeah it's, a, it's a hard one to fucking find, man. Dude, that, that, there's actually, I thought you were about to quote it. There's actually a scene in the movie about that where he's like, can I have a fork? She's like, there were no forks in medieval times. Therefore, we do not have forks in medieval times. Like, oh, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe that <laughs> just went right over my head, um, and I just never realized what she was doing. But, uh, no, medieval times is a big uh, – uh, my brother went, like, a couple years ago. I, I don't know if it's a permanent thing or what's going on, but, yeah, it's it's a big renaissance thing in um, – what you call it? Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, no, they have they, they, they have that a lot of places. They game the Game of Thrones the shit out of it, where they have like uh, a story to it now instead of like a jousting tournament and sword fights. Now it's like, here's the evil dragon knight, and all the other knights are trying to take him down, and they go through a series of combat and like three on one and shit. And oh, dude, with Game of Thrones on right now, you kind of need to take advantage of it, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's a built-in marketing tactic that you did not have to pay for. Yeah, no, true that. It's, it's like a cheap liquor store in China where you can rent DVDs. Oh, this is Ghost Terminators. Best film. Big in America. <laughs> Bill Dacroix. Dude, dude, that's why they're making so many shitty movies now is like they're just – the Chinese market's open. So they're just remaking all these pieces of shit to show over there. Yeah, I remember which one of our teachers was talking about – oh, John? When he wasn't um, – Oh, never mind, I'll leave that part out for his Yeah, yeah, leave that part out. <laughs> um, but yeah, when he was talking about when he was doing knockoff movies and he'd go into a hotel room and they'd have like scripts laid out in DVDs and they'd bring in producers be like, here's a DVD. Uh, some guy made this knockoff movie. If you buy it, you know, you, you get the rights in a percentage of however many copies you decide to produce of this thing. Yeah, he said they would throw in like five others. They're like, you can have these too. It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't want your shitty movies. I don't want your uh, shit. What is that? Dude, you know what? Speaking of shitty movies, what you did watch? you see they're making? No, I haven't watched it yet. Did you see they're making Rampage? Didn't they? That's you mean the movie where the dude remember? goes on the shooting rampage? No, no, it's it was a game when we were kids. It was a oh the arcade game, game like, rampage. Yeah, yeah they're making yeah. that into a movie now. Yeah, no, I forget uh, who was showing me the trailer, and I'm like, a big monkey? I was like, oh, a big wolf? I'm like, man, if there's a big crocodile, they're ripping some shit off, and then came in the crocodile. Yeah, no, it was, sure shit, but no one no one remembers that game. I mean, it was pretty much like a uh, like a, a Mortal Kombat ripoff using, like, 1950s, like, monster movie villains as, like... Yeah, yeah, back to AMH there. Um, it wasn't, like, a full arcade, but he had it, like, up on the snack counter where you would order... He yeah. just had like the box sitting there. It was a box with a screen, and that was my uh, introduction introduction to Rampage. Yeah, it's it's weird. That's a weird one to like pull out, like pull off the shelf because that's it's never that, weird. Like no one out. remembers that game. They they only <laughs> played it. On, it was only a Sega game. That was it. They you know they there's oh, never there were no ports. Oh yeah yeah. That'd be weird. That'd be well. They had it on Sega, but that'd be like if a movie came out today and it's like Killer Instinct, the film. It's like really, where did you dust that thing off? At like, how did you get the oh, green light on Killer that? Killer Instinct is back, by the way. They released it for like free on Xbox uh, One. Did they and, really? And yeah, it is like uh, you know one of those 
fighting games that only like the hardcore fighting fans play because it's got such like an in-depth like combo breaker system and all that shit. Yeah, so I, I like Killer Instinct, but I don't know if it. I don't know if it's like the. Remember when it was all? It was on the like the. It was on Super Nintendo, and uh, like say when you won the round, the other person's life regenerated, but yours didn't. So you had to like try and stick it out. I wonder if the new one's gonna be like that too. Oh uh, well, well, it's out, but um, you know, I, I watch uh, a lot of content from Screw Attack. They're those guys who I don't know if you ever seen Death Battle on YouTube. Where they do like Superman huh. versus Goku. Seriously? Oh yeah, but they, they these guys are l- pretty legit because they go through all the characters' history, like manga, anime, movies, and so they found like uh, Superman's strongest incident of of his super strength, where he like pulls a couple planets, and they estimate the weight of that based on the weight of Earth, and like Mars is composed of iron and all this shit so it would weigh this much and so that means superman can generate a force of 16 billion mega newtons and then they do the same thing for goku and all that shit so who won i I assume if they did that i assume they think probably uh superman would win in that yeah superman won because goku always seems to blast people into the sun and that that does not work with superman and also uh, his his strongest attack that they have recorded due to its limitless potential is the spirit bomb, and that only works on evil entities. Um, Does so, the spirit bomb only work on evil entities? I mean, yes. that's the only time he's ever used it, but, like... Yeah, they they say something about that somewhere, like, in the manga, because they also fix the instantaneous transmission, because in the, the show, it's, like, speed of light, but it's instantaneous in... Um, the like manga. in the manga form? Yes, and like he can lock onto someone's key, but in the manga he doesn't need a person because everything has key, like a rock or a tree or a sandwich. <sighs> I still I still have not seen the new season and it, like I wear a Greg Mulsey shirt like pretty regularly not regularly, but I wear it like once every two weeks or so, but every time I wear it, everyone comes up to me and it's like, Have you seen the new season? <laughs> yeah, you seen Super yeah, dude, it's like people are super into it. Like the first thing you hear out of everyone's mouth, though, is like it's way better than GT. And it's like, well, that's not saying a whole lot. But I'll definitely <laughs> yeah. check it out. Like, no, they they uncanonized GT, so it's no longer part of the timeline. Um, yeah, they did. Like, I tried, man. I tried, like, because I know me and you are both like super into Z and to Dragon Ball itself. Oh yeah, but like, man, I could not oh. get past that. Man, GT. for for the the people who might listen to this one day, holy shit, did we log some hours? What Dragon Ball game was that? It was after Budokai Tenkaichi that came out with the I first think one it was for Budu- Xbox, Raging Blast. Yeah, I think. It, yes, it was Raging Blast. Raging Blast. Holy, you want to see a forty-five minute match of combo counter combo? That's where it's at, right there. That got nasty. Dude, Xenoverse is really good too. Like, have you have you looked into Xenoverse at all? Uh, no, no. My friends, uh, I've got a friend who's super into Dragon Ball. That's ah, he won't shut the fuck up about it. It's really good. I mean, it's pretty much everything. As a kid, we hoped they would finally do a game for. Because I remember as a kid playing, like having to get the Japanese games and like modding my PlayStation, like the original PlayStation, just so it could handle the the Japanese games. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. And it was pretty much like, at the time, it was amazing, but looking back on it, it was just like a cheap ripoff of Mortal Kombat, just using like Goku and Vegeta, and that was pretty much it. 
Yeah, but, no, to that... go from that to like now you can build like your own character and then choose your race and pretty much like go through all the sagas in Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 something else, and they really do play like the anime. You know, like the cutscenes are very fluid in those games, and they really keep you at the top of your feet there. Yeah, it's definitely a good series. I mean, going well, you know, going from two D, then they went to three D, and then it's like, oh well, we added flight and destructible environments, so you can really, you know, fucking blast those energy balls right through a fucking mountain into your opponent. If they're not going fucking light speed, because I remember you're a cheap ass with your instant transmission Kamehameha. Such hey, bullshit. <laughs> you, got, you got a stick of what wins. <laughs> well, you couldn't do shit against my Kid Boo. <laughs> it's like, keep like, your distance I... and then instant transmission Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, I don't know why so many people, like, hate on the Boo saga of Dragon Ball Z, but no, I really, to this day, think Majin Boo's, like, the best saga. No, no, absolutely, and uh, they they have like a in Super, it's like some kind of android boo. It's like Majin Android. It's really strange, dude. Dude, I still haven't seen it. I, every episode on my DVR from like recorded on uh, Adult Swim. Yeah. So one day I need to just sit down and have like a month long marathon. Yeah, Majin Android twenty one. I should not have googled that. I went to a dark place. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Well, that's in my search history. I can only imagine what you just saw. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like if you Google any Sonic character, you get some disturbing results. It's like, what happened to Why? search? Why? Why is that a thing? <laughs> because deviant art's a thing. And because in some countries, the male to female ratio is so off, they have no choice but to sit in the basement and draw a waifu. <laughs> Ooh, here comes the tentacles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> god damn it. Oh god. Dude, I Sorry. heard the other day, like you know, I'm not even gonna get to to that no, one. No, 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 <laughs> go for it, go for it. Let's push those boundaries. Let's do it all in the first episode. Get that shit. No, out of I way. heard the other day, like why they like uh like in a lot of Japanese, like uh the anime and you know, anime definitely goes in the hentai, like why they're so like why they're so focused on the tentacles. Oh, um, I was watching a different podcast that I will not advertise for, but they were saying that the tentacles in hentai were meant for Americans because penises had to be blurred out, if only if exported from Japan. But since they were tentacles and not penises, they didn't have to blur anything. Yeah, I think we might have been listening to the same podcast. We're not going to advertise that one. But, uh, was it off-topic? Uh, no, it wasn't. I think it, I want to say it was on uh, Joe Rogan Experience they did it on. Oh, okay, okay. No, I was watching the two different ones there. Yeah, I think it was that one. But I'm pretty have... sure it was that one, because there's only, like, five podcasts that I, like, listen to religiously, like, when new episodes come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm iffy with the Joe Rogan. It depends on who's on, because it's a lot of times it's just his comedian buddies. Um, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. Shit. Some, you know, it's like, oh, I'll give it a chance because I'm stuck in a tractor cab for nine hours. But then it's like, oh, I didn't know who Jimmy Dore was, and now I want to go through and watch all his YouTube videos because that dude knows his shit. Yeah, I'm the same way. Some of them, I'll, it, yeah, that's the one you always hear from people. It's like, ah, oh, I like to get into it, but it's the comedians that kind of throw me off. And some of them are really interesting, and some of them, like, so they just kind of fall short. Did someone just knock at our door? I believe they did because I heard it. Oh, that's super creepy. 
Um, but if uh, Joey Diaz, always listen to Joey Diaz on the podcast. Oh, one second. Okay. Uh, all right. Problem solved. Well, sorry about that. Uh, slight disruption there. Um, but so is the life of living in a house and recording your own podcast. Some of us can't afford studios. All right. Congratulations. Anyways, I think this is where we will call it a day. We have Hi, everyone. horribly. So, um, hey, like... welcome to like the test episode of What in the World. I will be making uh, a. Gmail I do account. believe we might have to like redo this one. Well, hey, it's a good uh, test, and then I'm going to go in there and try some editing skills out. And uh, you can always uh, email us or write to us at. Uh, I haven't actually made the account yet, so we will see. All right. All right. Cool. So that's that's a wrap. That is a wrap, man.